Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. So you recently had to make a tough decision um, with your race and you had to cancel Feel the Burn Trail Runs because of the tornado that happened weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I was, you know, back and forth with North Little Rock Parks and Rec, which is what I use or who I go through to put on the race. And, uh, they weren't really sure, you know, whether they were going to have to close down or, you know, push the May events back. And I was like, bro, please, please, please praying that, you know, we wouldn't get pushed back and have to postpone. But, uh, so they, they you have a bunch of contractors in there moving stuff around and dude, there's, I saw some pictures and some videos. There's so much debris that they're having to move around i saw bulldozers just pushing mounds of like tree limbs and dirt and all this stuff just to clear out the roads and the uh soccer fields and uh so they're doing that right now but unfortunately one of the last things and the person i go through to set up the event one of the told me this, they said that one of the last things that they're going to get to, or pretty much the last thing is trail maintenance. So it's like, it kind of sucks because, uh, I told you this, you know, we had a lot of people reach out, um, saying that they were willing to help, um, you know, clear trails. And I, myself was like, dude, I'll be out there every freaking weekend until we get that thing clear. But I think just because of the way that, you know, they're a bigger, bigger facility and so they have to do it a certain way um especially because they're part of the government um so they're it's going to take a little bit longer which is okay so yeah i think we're going to end up moving it back to like september october so it's not going to be you know you're not going to necessarily be feeling the burn as much but uh you know you might you might in some other ways dude this whole facade of these quote-unquote big organizations is total bullcrap dude total bullcrap bro dude think about it corporate america everyone shows up just as nice shoves their feelings down and gets to work and it's such a fake environment bro that's number one number two some of these government organizations all which all lead to one are a pain in the butt sometimes dude for yeah. no reason. Like, you literally have, we probably could have announced eight people to be out there with chain scrolls every weekend and have yeah. those suckers cleared, but it's on their bottom of the totem pole on the to-do list. Listen, as a organization owner and leader, all you got to do is sign a waiver saying that if they get Definitely. hurt, you're not liable, yeah. and then let them go out and do their thing. Yeah, man, and there's a way to delegate those tasks. Like, they're they're not letting volunteers in, and I'm using air quotes for our, for all our podcast listeners. They're not letting volunteers in, um, which 
basically means uh or i i guess i should say things aren't safe enough quote unquote to uh, let volunteers in um and that's i don't know man it's just like they don't want to and they've been very helpful so i'm not trying to you know dog on anybody but sometimes too much government oversight or too much oversight from anybody you know like you're saying it could be corporate america that causes things to just go way way slower than they should um so yeah that kind of stinks but you know i'm going to use it as a an opportunity to hopefully uh you know have a lot more people out there because it'll it'll now be a fall race and we already have you know a number of people signed up um which is an awesome thing uh so not to say that um i'm not sad that we're holding it in may but um, I'm looking forward to our, our new race date. So that'll be out, out pretty soon. So yeah, yeah, I did. I don't know. I just that, not only that and that organization, um, not letting in people cause it's not safe, but, um, and I don't know if I should go down that rabbit hole. It's a little political. Yes or no, Asher. <laughs> Go down and dude, shooting the bull or whatever, bro. Yeah, literally, these government organizations like they'll do stuff to keep you safe, but they'll kill babies. They'll allow people to abort babies. That's the <laughs> truth, bro. Like, yeah. think about that. There was this guy. Actually, now that I think about it, there was this guy climbing up a skyscraper. He's a Christian that goes and preaches at churches. He's like twenties. He's around our age, I think. And his mission is he wants people. Um, he wants to save these babies that are being aborted. And I think something he said on his post was like the government and that in the video, he's climbing up the skyscraper and these people are recording him inside the skyscraper. And there's a helicopter right beside him trying to get him to come down. And then like, you can hear the police saying, get down, you know? And then his thing was like, you know, they'll try to get me down to save my life for this, but they'll, let a baby get aborted. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, wow, like that is so, that's so true. Um, and as, as you know, Asher, and, and maybe some of the listeners that are longtime listeners, I'm a very natural guy. I like things that are um, natural to a certain point, you know, obviously I'm not excessive over it, but um, as far as abortions go, like that is not natural, you know? It's not, um, it's not a natural process. It's very man integrated. <laughs> it's unnatural to the point that, um, it has, I actually listened to a podcast on this yesterday, bro, which is crazy that you're talking about it, but it's unnatural to the point. And I don't want to really get into it because that's not what this podcast is necessarily about, but, um, it's unnatural to the point where it has an effect on, uh, the woman mentally emotionally and even physically to the point where uh I, there was this statistic that was read on the podcast that was like women that have abortions are of significantly greater risk of having some sort of birth complication down the road as compared to people or women that haven't so yeah bro i know exactly what you mean you turn a blind eye to one thing but then it's like uh, we just focus 
on, you know, what's present and what's controllable because usually, so like the guy climbing the skyscraper, that's easy to focus on. That's something that we can point to and be like, that's dangerous, but something that's not as easy to focus on is something that we've allowed to go on in the United States of America since the seventies. And we've just sort of turned a blind eye to, to the silent, the silent genocide is what it is. But anyways, anyways, uh, all right, we'll tough, hop off our, our soapbox here yeah. on the Texas out low talk show. <laughs> uh, something I found super interesting, dude. It's extremely interesting is there's this there was a scientist back in the day in America back in like the 1800s and in the in the picture of this description when it was sharing about the scientist it showed two pieces of wood one piece of wood is the wood we build our houses with today and one piece another piece of wood was wood from like a house built in the early 1900s the difference between these two is that our wood we have today has less rings and the wood they had back then had several rings within the piece of wood. And it was saying the wood we have now is weaker and the wood they had back then is stronger. Hmm. And then they dove into why this actually happened. And this is such a great metaphor for life and running in general, dude. Um, they, they described how the scientist went out and he saw something that mainstream scientists weren't talking about. And it was that whenever logging companies go out, they always get rid of the big, biggest tree that's there because it allows sunlight for other trees and thus more trees are able to grow and they're able to grow at a faster rate. But what this guy was saying was that when you keep the mother tree, the biggest tree there, and there is a lot of shade and not a lot of light, it makes the trees that are growing under it or around it it makes it harder for them to grow and slower, but they grow stronger. It's good, bro. It's really good. I'm just going to, I'm not going to die. I mean, I think the metaphor explained itself. Yeah. It was harder to get up and going, right? But it was ultimately stronger because of that. And it did, and it took time. It was a very slow process. And it gave me this revelation that I've been kind of pondering for the past few years of my life. And really a lot recently is that truly, truly great and strong things take a lot of time, patience, and hard work. And that's, that's it. It just takes a lot of time, patience, and hard work, and it'll work. And the reason it's so relevant for me is because like for these next two races, I've got the East Texas Ultra, the Chupacabra 50 we're putting on. East Texas Ultra sold out a month out, and we have 110 people, which is the East Texas Ultra with that park. You can't go over a certain amount of people because the trail is only a certain size, and we only have so much parking. Asher knows. He's the parking guy out there every year. <laughs> <laughs> but like we have the most people we've ever had, and we have tons of people on the wait list right now. Like, I want to say we have close to 15 people on the wait list right now trying to get into this race. I'm getting emails, messages from people because they're wanting to qualify for the Texas Soldier Championship we got. But just seeing that because when we, and, and then the Chupacabra, it's about to sell out too. We only got like, like less than 15 spots left and it's what, two, three weeks away, three weeks away. 
And it didn't start out like that. Chupacabra started out with 25 people. I was barely getting any signups two weeks out. East Texas Ultra, I mean, we did have 100 people the first year, and then it dipped down to like 80 the next year, you know. But um, this year, all the races I've put on so far, I've sold out. Ramble and the Brambles. Chupacabra 50 looks like it's going to. East Texas Ultra has. And there's this high demand now. And yes, did it take me spending a few years building a brand? And did it take um, consistency and just people getting to know who we are? Yeah, it did take that. But ultimately, man, it makes me think back to the Bible whenever it says that God blessed everything that this prophet did. I can't remember his name or who it was. Um, but God made everything flourish that he did. And recently in my life, dude, like I have had a lot of really great self-accomplishments. I'm not saying that to self-glorify. I'm saying that to give glory to God because I, I don't have control over this stuff, dude. It's just happening. Like seeing a bunch of people sign up for a race, dude, that just happens. Like, I don't have any control over that. Like, yeah. Am I doing advertisements and all this stuff? But like, it's almost so consistent across anything that I'm doing that it it takes it almost seems like it has to take a divine a divided intervention for it to happen. Yeah. And I give all glory to God. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't want to boast and make it look like I'm all, you know, big successful and stuff cuz I'm not. You know, we're Carly and I, you know, we're just trying to make it by. We're I mean, we're barely making, we're just making it by, you know, it's not you're like a young, you're a young, poor married couple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the honest truth. And that, and that, and I, you know, we've talked about it and we don't mind living our whole lives just by what we need and by the bare minimum. And, you know, you've talked about that also. And, um, I don't have plans to get a big fancy house or just super nice car or something i don't have plans for that i don't desire that bro like where we're at right now i'm just so content like we don't like we barely last month bro we had like we cut it clean in the bank account bro right at the end um and you know we're saving and stuff but like we're getting by dude and i'm satisfied I don't desire anything more because I think if you do continue to desire more things and you get them, eventually you reach a point of um, dissatisfaction with your own life. And it yes. leads to misery, I, I think, um, because you're chasing this never ending goal of something that's not eternal. Yeah. You start to ask yourself, you're like, man, I have all these great things. I have all this, all these great experiences, but what is it? really mean at the end of my life um because as you know you can't take it with you i mean that's a popular saying that's a, a popular yeah. secular saying um but yeah those things don't last they're not eternal um bro one thing i was going to say about your earlier example is a lot of people you know assuming that we're all trees and that we all we all build up from little saplings um and we're in this big forest right yeah uh, a lot of people, they want that big open field where it's like all the big trees have been taken down, right? Mm. So there's no, there's no competition. It's easy mm. growth. I got sunlight. I got water. I got space to grow. Mm. People want that. And that's, that is equity. So equality 
the the good old quality that we really should be striving for is we all have this equal playing field. We've all got a, a patch of grass, but there are already people that are growing up next to us that are way bigger and that we're going to have to fight through to find sunlight. But bro, that's what makes us stronger. That's what gives us, gives us those, those strong roots, those uh, more prolific rings. And like you're saying, makes us a better hardwood. So, um, and the weak trees, dude, they break easy. Yeah. They break easy under pressure. The storm comes, bro. When the storm comes, they break easy. Yeah. Like, and even under pressure, bro. Think if you try to pull a piece of wood and break it, the old wood that was growing the right way, the strong way, doesn't break yeah. as, at least as easy as the new wood. Yep. That is such, oh man, we could go on with that. That was <laughs> That's good, a <actually>. great metaphor. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think that you can look at the natural sides of the environments and apply it to anywhere in your life and it will work or be applied because yeah. ultimately we come from nature. And so all the laws, quote unquote laws of nature, I, I want to see if those even exist, dude, because if they don't, I'm going to write some, but <laughs> the laws of nature are parallel with our natural life. Yeah. They are parallel with everything, even capitalism. Capitalism is very close to nature. Yep. A free market society. Yeah. Yeah. Really freedom. Freedom is the very product of nature. Yeah. I love freedom. (laughs) Not a fan of a bunch of control. Hear that, bro. So Gerald Ford, I think that's the guy that made Ford. He had a quote saying, is it? No, it's Harrison. No. Yeah. Okay. Gerald Ford. No, not Harrison Ford either. What's his name? Henry Ford. Harrison Ford is uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, this guy was a 38th U.S. president. Okay. So he said, a government big enough to give you everything you want is a government big enough to take from you everything you have. Thanks. I thought that was a pretty good quote. Vote for vote for small government, vote for lower taxes. Less less reliance on the government is better. Yeah. I do I do appreciate, you know, as, as much as people, you know, harp against the government, I do appreciate the roads, the um Parks. the control as far as keeping peace uh with police and stuff. You know, p- police going out and getting the bad guys. You know, I do appreciate that. And just the infrastructure in general, because the government does provide that based off us paying our taxes. Now, do all of our taxes go to that stuff? No. Should we have the choice where our taxes go? Mm, maybe. Um, but for it to go towards a $200,000 couch in the White House, not okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's the most political episode we've ever had. But... I think that's enough of that, dude. I guess that's enough of that. I was going to say, uh, I'm doing the Eagle Rock Loop. I'm backpacking it this weekend. So I'll give a trail report on uh, next Monday. But I want to say, I always say happy trails. And that includes getting out and actually walking trails and backpacking. That's not just running. Because when you're running, you're missing a lot of good stuff. 
So, you know, I'm excited to get out there and walk slow. I'm excited to hear your hiking story out there on the Eagle Rock Loop. It takes what, two, three days? Two days. Yeah, we're going to do it in two. Sweet, man. All right, man. We'll follow up with that. We will see y'all next Monday on Shooting the Bull. Peace.